The Courage to Lead, episode 184. You're listening to the IB4E Coaching Podcast. Brought to you by IB4E Coaching, business coaching for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business professionals. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com. Hey, Coach Arlen here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week. I'm having a great week and I'm excited to introduce you to my guests today. I have two guests with me. Please help me welcome Leonard and Julia Rambam. Leonard is the first immigrant from a small state in India called Manipur to come to the U.S. to pursue his bachelor's degree. And after completing his graduation at the University of Buffalo in New York, he moved to Noonan, Georgia for his first full-time engineering position. And there he met his wife, Julia, at a youth ministry. Um, Julia Rambam is a homeschool graduate, absolutely loved her journey being homeschooled from pre-K through high school. It was a f- full of freedom, fun, and opportunities. And she was able to own a handmade jewelry business from age 12, chalk painting furniture, and also authored and self-published two novels on Amazon.com. Uh, Leonard and Julia are co-founders of Tootly, an educational technology platform with the vision to make every home a place of learning. They do this by offering an online platform to connect instructors and students for live in-person classes. They believe that everyone has a skill or a hobby that may currently be unused or going to waste that they can share with others in their community. Their mission is to empower people in this country to share their passions, hobbies, skills with students in their local community by teaching a class on the topics they love. Leonard loves boxing, right? He even won best boxer title in high school. Very cool. Reading and cooking. And he's currently one of the youth leaders at his church who loves teaching boxing and cooking classes to the local community through Tutley. Leonard. Leonard. Sorry, I knew I was going to do no that. Worries. Leonard <laughs> and Julia, you. welcome. Yeah. It's Leonard. Thank you so much for having us, Coach. Thank Appreciate you. It. No, it's great to be with you guys. I've been looking forward to the conversation. Tutley is such a cool thing. I've been out on the website playing around. <laughs> to see how this has grown is just amazing. And I love it that it's a platform because like I said, a lot of people, especially nowadays after the pandemic, we found that people have these skill sets that they didn't realize how much those those passions, those hobbies meant to them. Yep. And now it's like, wow, what can I do with this? How can I do this rather than going back to the office and doing that job that I don't really like? I think this is a great opportunity. Yeah, we, we believe that more and more people, I think the whole situation with COVID gave people the freedom to start thinking more and be able to use what they did in high school or in middle school and just trying to get back to their hobbies and their passion and trying to figure out how you know they can learn it at the same time. Like, man, you know, what if we teach the skills to other people in the community as well? Um, and earn some income doing that. So yeah, I think the year 2020 really stopped everyone in their tracks and made them rethink things a little bit. And um, we also saw a surge in homeschooling and alternative mm-hmm. forms of education, uh, big time. So uh, we really felt like this was a good time to introduce this concept and this idea. Hence, Tudley was born. Yeah, Absolutely. and no, I think it's and, great. Yeah, and also like as a Tudley host, you can, you know, you already have place to do it your backyard your living room your garage you know your Uh kitchen or any convenient location and just use it and use your already existing resource of people skill Mm -hmm. and impact lives in the process so yeah yeah. no i think it's perfect perfect timing and i i I love it i'm excited about this thank you i want to come back and talk about how you guys got your start how you met 
um, where you come up with this crazy idea, how it's growing, <laughs> right? Um, uh -huh. But before we get started, I've got 10 questions that I ask my guests, right? These okay. are questions made famous on the TV show Inside the Actor's Studio, where those James Lipton asks these same questions of his Hollywood guests from TV, film, and stage. And I figure if they're good enough for the Hollywood elite, they're more than good enough for my guests. So <laughs> yes, I will ask absolutely. you, and I would, I would like you both to answer, okay? Um, first of all, what is your favorite word? Mine is intentional. Mm. And mine is sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent. Um, what is your least favorite word? Least favorite word. I, I don't think I have a least favorite word um, because it depends on the context, how you use the word. Um, I would say like complacent would be one, but then you can say I'm not complacent and get it better. Um, so so yeah, I don't really have a word. I don't know about you. Yeah, um, I don't really have a least favorite word either. You know, I love using words um, in a lot of their capacities, but I would have to say either the words like negative. Um, I don't I don't like negativity whatsoever. I'm very positive myself and or um, apathy, basically like saying I don't care. You know, that's go you know, come on. You know, you got to care about something. So exactly. That's exactly. what I would say. All right. What turns you on? For me, um, just any kind of progress, growth. Yeah. And for me, it would be the opportunity to be creative, especially in a visual aspect, making something look beautiful. Excellent. Sparkly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. Exactly. All right. What turns you off? Um, any kind of manipulation, any kind of people trying to, you can be a good salesperson, but you can do it in a cordial way and telling the truth about the product. Um, if they try to backhand me and do something, you know, that just makes me turn off. Like, man, I was, I was about to buy it, but because you did that, I'm sorry, I cannot do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And similarly, like unkindness, you know, people just being, you know, rude or, you know, going out of their way to make trouble, you know, it's just ridiculous. That, that really, you know, is one of my least favorite things. Yes, absolutely. All right. What sound or noise do you love? Um, breeze. <laughs> Just like a uh, soft you know, wind blowing through it. Oh, it's really soothing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say bird song. You know, like in the morning when you walk out oh, and yeah. the birds are all twittering and waking up. Very good. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, again, like I don't think I have a sound <laughs> that I hate. Um, I just look you know like i'm always more like on the positive side if if you if it can happen for like 10 percent, and i'll just do it you know or um but yeah it's, it's really hard it's a good question but at the same time i don't really have an answer for it yeah you're very easygoing it's hard to make you upset but yeah. um i would probably say something off key um i actually have perfect relative pitch so that makes anything off key mm. sound 10 times worse in my case yeah she so. cannot like if i sing something and she doesn't like it she likes like oh, oh stop <laughs> <laughs> our dog used to get up and walk out of the room so yeah i know what that's like yeah. all right question number seven what is your favorite curse word um we don't curse and, <laughs> and that's that's a perfectly acceptable answer absolutely yeah i usually ask people if you were walking through your house late at night it's dark and you stub your toe you yeah. get something it's oh. probably crud muffins yeah <laughs> I would say like, oh, darn, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Try to contain yourself. Okay. Oh, darn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good deal. All right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, um, I love, like I'm teaching cooking. 
Um, so I would love to do a, a restaurant business. He is a fantastic cook, which I did not anticipate getting married. Uh, I thought I was going to have to do all the cooking. And then voila, my husband's an amazing cook. So. Yeah, it just gives me peace uh, when I'm cooking, you know, and I love it when people like my food, you know. So I think there'll be, I know restaurant business is not easy, but I think it'll be fun if I do it, you know. So. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, I could have done a lot of different things. I probably have too many hobbies, but um, the top two I would have liked to try other than what I'm currently doing are probably either being a professional singer or an actress. Nice. Very cool. There's still time, right? <laughs> <laughs> never say never. <laughs> never say never. All right. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, a coal miner in the Congos. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's too yeah. too hot. I think mm. it will be breathing in all that cold dust. Breathing, you know. I used to work for a tire company with a rubber smell, and you know, I just the congestion and stuff like that's not my deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would probably say like an assembly line worker where you're forced to do a repetitive motion over and over and over again would drive me absolutely bonkers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I was a manufacturing engineer. So. <laughs> 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 so you create those environments for people. Right. Yes, exactly. Great. Nice. All right. Final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Wow. Um, I would say, I think God would say, enter because of the man who sits on his right hand because mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I definitely believe heaven exists. Same thing. You know, it's not what I did to get me here is because Jesus did what he did. Sure. Excellent. All right. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about how you guys got started, right? How you created this business, Tootley, what it is, has grown to just in the short time that we've been talking about it. And uh, at some point, we'll transition over to courage and leadership. Okay. Wonderful. Perfect. All right. Listeners, we will talk about all of that and more right after this. So stick with us. Imagine having a trusted group of CEOs at your disposal. Imagine having your very own peer advisory team who could work you through the problems and questions in your business before you had to make those difficult decisions. Imagine you had a group of advisors that had your back and met for the sole purpose of making you successful in your business. What would you be able to accomplish then? Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. You can have that and more when you join my Business Success Mastermind Group. Join my Business Success Mastermind Group today. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com forward slash mastermind. And I'm back with my guests, Leonard and Julia. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast today. It's, uh, it's good to, good to have you guys here. Yeah. So, totally, I think is we talked a little bit about this before. I think it is such an incredible time for something like this. Um, I've heard stories of people who, because of the pandemic, they were furloughed or laid off from their, their job. One lady sat at home wondering, what do I do now? Where do I go with my life? And she read a book and it said, do what you love. She loves roller skating. So she became a roller skating coach and now makes wow. more than nice. she making more than she was making in her corporate job. Heck yeah. There you go. <laughs> There's a, a guy who, when he grew up, he didn't have a dad to show him how to do certain things, right? So now he makes these little short videos on YouTube, how to shave, I've heard how to of tie him. your tie, how to, just amazing stuff that you don't really think about, but so many people are missing those little pieces and it would be so great to have it. And now you've created Tootly, which is like the perfect platform for people to take those things they love and share it with the world. Yeah, awesome. no, we, we, we believe that, you know, Tootley is going to impact lives 
um, not only in the U.S., but hopefully around the world, you know, once we expand to other countries. But mm-hmm. um, definitely, you know, we feel like there's so many um, people with skills and talents in this country and around the world where they were not able to pursue that because of finances or because of, you know, work and job and family and stuff. Or they just didn't think outside the box. You know, they, you know, got started on a path and then nothing stopped them. And they were, you know, they didn't even think to make a change until like big life circumstance happened. So yeah, they think it's too late. They think it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this now. I can't worry about that. It's like, no. Or they don't have the time. But really, if you only set aside like an hour or two out of your week, this is possible, you know, on the side. And, you know, interestingly, there are in this country, we have like 56 million students and only 10.2 million students are in the um, after school programs. Mm-hmm. So for every student in the after school, after school program, there are two others waiting to be in a program. So you're looking at almost 20 million students or customers mm-hmm. who are looking for these classes mm-hmm. that they are not doing it because uh, because of lack of instructors or lack of facilities. So we have, you know, I believe that people can impact lives left and right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a huge need for this. Definitely. No, I definitely see a need for it. All right. So let's back up a little bit. You came over to get your bachelor's degree. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why New York and why engineering? Yeah. So actually I started off as an economics major um, (laughs) when I first came here because I want to work with people and, you know, and to work with people, I have to have some money. So I was like, what is something that, that will teach me money expect as well as people expect? And that was economics. And after going through it, I realized that, um, you know, without technology in this world, it would be really hard for me to get either money or people. <laughs> so what is something that will teach me money, people, and technology? So that was industrial engineering. In the engineering world, people say it's, they call it the imaginary engineering. <laughs> right. I wasn't going to bring that up, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, I, I'm okay with that because I'm more of a business person myself than a technology person. Um, so Saying that, you know, why I chose Buffalo, um, University of Buffalo was because um, of the international population. I just wanted to have a soft, um, you know, getting into the culture and you know, not to get too much shock and just to have an environment where people accepted international population mm-hmm. as well as scholarships. So my parents and I, we had a deal. We, I'm not from a rich, you know, family background from a very humble background and my family didn't have enough money for them to send to the U.S., so we were like, okay, if you get a scholarship, we will think about sending you. So I worked hard um, to get a scholarship. I was able to get um, from two or three schools and Buffalo was the one that was the most ideal um, location in the university for me. Yeah. Nice. And then you talk about cultural shock. You moved from New York to Noonan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noonan, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I first of all didn't know where Georgia was located. I thought it was next to Kentucky or somewhere um, <laughs> when I was, you know, <laughs> trying to look for a location. And it, I don't know, especially like in the north, like talking about Georgia and the south, people just have a negative connotation. Um, I don't know why, uh, but now I know why, you know, just because I love this place, you know, and people don't know and people are afraid of what they don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, And so when I was applying to um, jobs, I had a specific target of, you know, what I wanted, criteria, um, criteria of how much pay, um, pay I need to get, and um, the, the job has to provide H-1B visa, which is a work visa requirement. Um, I applied to like 500 companies, and only 
50 said yes to the second like an interview so he's had ex uh, experience facing rejections <laughs> oh yeah True. i have yeah. faced rejections left and right like 450 companies saying no to you and then going to interviews going to the second round and saying no again you know it's um not a painful uh not not uh, not not a fun journey but right. it changed me completely it transformed me from a person who who was a student to a person who has gone through a storm and being able to get that visa and the job so georgia you know and then i met my beautiful wife here sure. and it was meant to be <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah that is great and so julia tell me about you you're a homeschool graduate that's awesome i know yes. a guy that uh I think he went into Georgia Tech at 19 and yeah. got his master's before he was 23 and off he goes. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, homeschooling um, provides a lot of different opportunities um, to you know think outside the box and really pursue what you are gifted at and passionate yeah. about. And you don't have to fit into this mold that, you know, everybody must turn out like this exact same product. Nope, yeah. they don't have to do that. So um, yeah, I love being homeschooled. Uh, my mom homeschooled me and my two younger brothers all the way through. Uh, we grew up in South Florida. We were able to go to the beach every Friday with our homeschool mm. co-op friends and, you know, nice. dig around in the sand and swim. And uh, so that was pretty idyllic. When we would go on vacation, we would come up to like the Smoky Mountains because if you live at the beach, you vacay at the mountains. So <laughs> we, we would come up here and we eventually moved up to South, uh, middle South Georgia when I was a teenager and then um, experienced a little bit of a season in a small town with not a whole lot of friends. So I uh, looked more online, um, started blogging, ended up meeting some writer friends, started um, writing. I self-published two novels, um, also did the whole handmade jewelry business um, intermingle throughout that. Um, so that was super fun. My mom was great about really uh, bolstering us and furthering our passions and providing opportunities for us to do that. Um, my brothers later went on, um, they love Legos. They went on to win um, season two of Lego Masters. Get out, that's off. right. Yeah. We watched that. We you watched did. Every, we binge watched the entire thing, episode episode. <laughs> that was amazing. And, and to find cool. out that they were right around the corner from us there. In yeah. 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 Mark and Steve, I'm so proud of those two. So, yeah. Okay. So that gives you a little idea of where homeschooling can take you if you let it. <laughs> and just like you said, the being open to new ideas, being open to think differently and see things differently, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Exactly. And so how did you guys meet? Yeah. So we met at a church in Newnan um, and it was a youth ministry or a young adults ministry. Yeah, it was like the college through career age group that they yeah. had. There was like a hundred young people there. Yeah. I had I had known of Julia for about a year and a half before I even talked to her. Okay. Um, you know, she was always like in her group of friends. And it's really, as a guy, it's really hard for someone. <laughs> if you have a group of girls, you don't want to go and talk with one girl. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. it was right. scary. And she was in the praise <laughs> team as well. Right. And no. me, I was like, oh, she is cute, but I never had the, I guess, the path never crossed. It didn't happen for like yeah. a whole year. And I knew about him too, because he was involved with the youth and like just this awesome, like leader type dude. You could tell he went to the gym because he was super buff. So, you know. <laughs> so, and then uh, one week he ended up coming up and talking to me because I happened to be over talking to someone not in my usual group. And um, he was like, hey, Julia, I just have to say, I really love your intermittent laughter. <laughs> <laughs> the um the guy bringing the message every week was a stand-up comedian on the side he was hilarious I laughed I didn't care if nobody else was laughing I thought it was funny I was gonna laugh sure. so yeah, yeah. So her he... master's 
Harry's across the room, and I'll be like, oh, that's Juliet there, and yes. and uh, and then yeah, since then yeah, everything else is. And then you took me on our first date for oh, yeah. Indian food, oh, yeah. I because you had to make sure I liked Indian food. That was really yes. important. If I didn't Absolutely. like Indian food, I mean, there wasn't really any point moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was not a deal. I think I managed, but at the same time. Uh, you know, food is the most basic level of understanding and communication. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you cannot agree on what to eat, you know, I mean, the foundation is already shaky. Right. Yeah. Basically, well, okay. I loved it, and I fell in love with Indian food and him at the same time. Excellent. Very yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. And so where did the idea of Tootley come up? What What was the circumstances? You guys were just sitting around right. one night with your feet up? Yeah, so, so we, we were watching Lego Masters, um, episode seven with the family, and I was just reading this article about the homeschooling communities just booming from like from 2019 to 2022. They have gone from 2 million to almost like now like 10 million students. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we were like, okay, there are so many parents who don't know what homeschooling is. And me, I, I wasn't homeschooled. I was, I came from military school. And so that was another topic, like trying yeah. to figure out what do you mean about homeschooling? And she wanted to homeschool. I brought kids. that up on the first date. I was like, do you know what homeschooling is? <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea. But I researched and I figured out that our founding fathers of America were all homeschooled. Like most of mm -hmm. them are homeschooled and they had to learn themselves. And I was like, and I, I did, a, I'm an engineer. I collect data and I sure. uh, talked to surveys, a couple of homeschoolers. And I found that that's a really neat way. So uh, I was, you know, I want, we want to pursue homeschooling for our kids in the future. So that was a passion and I always wanted to start a company mm -hmm. for a while, you know, so I was like, okay, so the ideas didn't connect to Julia. So I was like, okay, this, and it's hard to find a co-founder, you know, if you want, if you want to start a company, you know, to find a co-founder to work together on this, mm -hmm. it's hard and finding Julia, it's, it's amazing. So we talked about it and Julia was like, uh, you want to share about it? You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a great idea. Um, you know, I love the fact that it tied into homeschooling, which I'm very passionate about. And we work together extremely well. We make an awesome team. Like people are like, don't you get tired of like working together all day, every day? And we're like, no. no. So, <laughs> yeah, we love it. So um, when we had hit upon this idea that both of us really were passionate about, then it just kind of boomed from there. And um, you said the name. And the name, Tootley, we originally were thinking more along the lines of tutoring and helping homeschooling really just, you know, people get introduced to the idea of homeschooling now that there's all these brand new homeschoolers out there. Um, so I thought, okay, what if a little kid was trying to say tutoring and he said Tootley? <laughs> so, that's where that came from. And since it's a made up word, we were able to coin our own definition, put it in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, so, so if yeah. you Google Tootley, you will find our definition that she put in. <laughs> yeah. A little of learning, a playful sense of discovery. So. Yeah, but since then, Tootley has grown from not only homeschooling communities, but after school programs for public schools, private schools, yeah. to, you know, just anyone and everyone who wants to learn. Because we found that parents would come with their daughters or their sons and then just do the things together because it's all hands-on. Yeah. So it was a great bonding time for people. Mm -hmm. And then we found that, you know, hey, you know what? Uh, there was a mom. So like, what about us? You know, we want to do some classes. So mm -hmm. moms came to classes as well. You know, just moms by themselves. So we were like, mm -hmm. but learning never stops. And there are people who want to teach and share. So now, you know, from, from then on, we started in November of last year. And then since then, we have quickly uh, realized the idea was bigger than it uh, originally started out to be. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. yeah, now, now we are in 30 states and we have 200 plus classes on different <laughs> categories, you know, arts and music, you have sports, you have fitness, you have life skills, trade classes, you know, mm -hmm. um, field, field trips, special needs, um, essential subjects. Yeah. Coaching and consultation. Yeah. Coaching and consultation. Yeah. That is awesome. So who, who would you say your, your main client is? Is it the, the families? you're trying to get or is it these yeah. larger organizations 
So we are a sharing economy. So you think about Airbnb, right? Or you think about any other like Uber, you have two um, customers. So it's a chicken and egg problem. Um, who comes first? Does the supplier comes first or does the students come first, right? So I would say our customer base is teachers, anyone 18 plus who can teach. Instructors. Yeah. Instructors. Mm -hmm. And then we call them to the host. And then nice. the students, um, students can be pre-K all the way up to senior citizens. Um, nice. Right now, we are focusing more on like probably 80% of our student base is on um, schools, K to 12. Mm -hmm. um, but we are expanding more to, you know, who wants to start a business or fishing or, you know, any kind of like uh, yeah. fitness boot camp. Yeah. Side hobby. Yeah, exactly. And so, these yeah, are live courses, right? They're not pre-recorded. No. That's correct. We do have a few online listings on the platform, but our heart is really for those in-person classes because the human connection has just been lost the last couple sure. of years Absolutely. completely. So we're, yeah. bringing, we're bringing that back, you know, and when people first hear about the idea, they're like, oh, are these all online? Because everything is online these days. Yeah. And we're like, no, actually, they're in person. Yeah. And definitely there's no record, pre-recorded classes on Tootly. This is all live classes, either online or in person. Mm -hmm. And we just found that, you know, like back in the day, you would know your neighbors you know, down mm -hmm. the street. Uh, now, if you just know your next door neighbor, you're doing a good job. Yeah. So yeah. we want to we want to make sure that people are coming together, communities coming together, and the money is in the community. So right. every totally host, you know, if you teach a class for about an hour, hour and a half, you have six students. The students only pay like 15 to like 25 bucks. And the teacher makes a really good, like if you have six students, you're making 120 an hour. Mm -hmm. 200, you know, mm -hmm. depending on the, the type and the cost. So the teachers are making an impact. The students are happy to pay less. So it's a win-win for the community coming together um, and just, you know, yeah. overall making an impact. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So I, we were talking before, I'm a digital nomad, right? My wife and I are roaming around the country. I would yep. love to be able to take some of the, the webinars or courses that I've done before and uh -huh. do those. On this. So they could be done live online yeah. or yes. if I know I'm going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona on these exactly. days, I could promote that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. You schedule it for when you're going to be there. You show up, have the class and they found it on Tootly, you know, so that's how it works. This is wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Did you guys know that it would blow up the way it has? Um, not at the no, beginning no it for was sure it was so hard to get just the first few people signing up <laughs> yeah i was like many moments was like so is this actually gonna work you know <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just one door after another has opened as we've walked through in faith and it's just been like wow yeah there were moments teary moments you know sad moments there were like yeah. moments of can we is it is it even a good idea you know yeah. are we doing this is there a current market fit um because we when we started when we launched the first time we had a web like uh, 20 people, you know, like talking to them and none of them signed up. <laughs> and then we tried again, none of them signed up again. I was like, okay, something is off. <laughs> and our messaging wasn't quite as refined as it is now. Like we yeah. figured it out along the way. Yeah, we uh, pivoted a lot. But, yes. But, uh, but yeah, I think we'll keep on pivoting and, you know, just changing the strategies because we are new, you know, like green founders. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do not know what we're doing. We're discovering it as we're going. <laughs> well, okay, so when did you launch Tootaloo? November of... 2021 last year wow yeah. not even a year yet not even and you're already not even a year yet yeah 30 states um and then how did you so industrial engineering how did you build the website and the functionality behind this? yeah so um we we built it ourselves so we are thinking about hiring a 
a software engineer to help us build. Yeah, we thought we were going to have to have this done by pros to be able to handle the scale and complexity of what it is. And thankfully, we were actually able to do it ourselves. So Julia has done multiple websites before. I have done a couple of websites Mm -hmm. myself as well. Yeah, more on more on like a design aspect of it mm-hmm. and making it look good. Like I said, you know, earlier yeah. the creative thing. Um, so I'm not a coder. <laughs> <laughs> so all the design that you see is Julia, and the functionality behind more me and uh, uh, you know our team. So, mm-hmm. um, but but how we built was just looking at you know um, we use actually uh, WordPress to do our MVP, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, we are probably as we launch, you know, once we have more funding, we will make it into a full-time, you know, standalone website where we can scale more. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, just I, all the possibilities of this and how big it can get and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. is, there, is there a place for pre-recorded course? If somebody um, actually had that, are you gonna, are you, is that an area you may grow into? No, so what we have, so I did a lot of research and we did a lot of research before we started this and we, we reached out to 100, students and parents and teachers to get their feedback and all of them said they wanted in-person live classes mm-hmm. 95% of them said that and that's why we were like okay you know 100 people it's you know in engineering we have data collection 30 or more mm-hmm. is good you know for capability study um so I was like okay this is a good number to <laughs> assume that we are on the right track um we're not out to you know compete with YouTube or you know yeah, all the other right. online pre-recorded classes out there. With yeah. this is really what sets us apart is these in-person, niche, small, intimate yeah. gatherings. We are the first um, platform company to do this, so uh, first mm-hmm. of a kind. So I think we want to focus on our niche because you have um, Udemy, you have you know like Skillshare, mm-hmm. you have Class Dojo, you have I don't know like multi-billion dollar companies already doing online classes. Which is a great idea. It's yeah. just, this is something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I love the idea of getting back to live sessions. You know, especially, yeah. like you said, you you could open up your your living room and teach a class. Yes. You That's exactly what I do. Yeah. 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 Julia does. Uh, I teach crochet in our living room and Leonard teaches boxing in the backyard. <laughs> you have like eight students come to your classes. Mm-hmm. I, have, I had about um, four students come for 12 weeks. So we have also realized that people don't want to just do one in and out. You know, they want to do more courses because sure. then you build friendships, you know, communities coming together. It takes time to build something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have realized like, okay, you know, anywhere from four weeks to eight weeks to 10 weeks is a good amount of ideal. And you can take a break and resume. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the instructors are not necessarily trained instructors. They're just people who have a passion for. A yeah. Hobby, I mean, right? who better exactly. to teach a class than someone who is passionate about a topic? Sure. You know, so if you're passionate about a topic, if you have lived it, you know, hey, you you can share how to make bread, you know, how to cook, you know, how to anything because yeah. you're doing it and you can share it with, you know, people who want to ask you questions because if you just look at recorded classes, you can really ask questions. You know? Yeah, you can't so, ask YouTube, does this look like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also like all these classes, like people are using it for multiple things, you know, for date nights, then they can just use, sure. okay, let's go to a cooking class for mm-hmm. like eight, you know, that's couples. That's a huge success. Yeah. Being in cooking classes, those were fun. Yeah. So we have couples coming, we have, you know, mom and daughters going for painting classes and stuff like that, you know, and dads and sons going for fishing classes, you know, so it's, yeah. it's a fun way to, you know, bring people together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I had a course that I wanted to teach, is there any certain criteria that I have to meet in order to, to teach this class? Like, do I have to have a certain outline or, or a certain way no, of teaching? No, it's all, we let the market 
decide if you are a good teacher or not. <laughs> um, we, yeah, so you can just put up, you know, what you want and we will help, you know, tweak it to make it look presentable and, you know, market it out. Yeah, it but, doesn't have to be perfect when you start. You can learn as you go and get yeah. better and better at it. That's totally fine. Yeah, that's all my mindset, you know, progress and continuous improvement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's better to have it, what, better done than perfect, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Put it out there, so, tweak it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking we just do a background check. You know, that's the only thing that yeah. we will require. For all of our hosts, that's required. Yeah. But um, yeah. other than that, yeah, lived experience is really valuable. And, you yeah. know, you don't have to have a degree in whatever you're teaching. <laughs> nice. This mm -hmm. is amazing. I love this. So where did you get the courage to step out and do something like this? Like you said, you had your good job as an industrial engineer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That a lot of people would find it scary to walk away from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you get that courage? Where did that come from? So me being an immigrant, uh, you know, coming, I'm from a from small state in India. I actually got a job before I came to the U.S. to be in the Indian officer, like uh, military forces. Um, and I had said no to it, you know, and it was a very lucrative uh, job for um, that time, you know, in the, in the culture. Um, but I said no to that. Um, that really helped me. I think my just a support from my parents to and my brothers to be you know hey you can do this you know mm -hmm. um it's fine we'll support you you just need like a support you know you know uh foundation so they helped me move to the u.s right and then from the u.s i was able to leave everything and then come to georgia mm -hmm. um and then from you know starting this um you know doing different different jobs you know moving different jobs and trying to figure out what works what doesn't work and just the courage, I would say, like, just praying to God, you know, uh, you know, in the, in the midst of these struggles and challenges, mm -hmm. really realize, like, you know, the bigger picture, um, your small battles and struggles and stuff really doesn't matter, you know. So it matters, but at the same time, it's not big, you know. Uh, and believing, you know, in God, like, there's someone who is bigger than all this stuff and mm -hmm. to believe in him. And, you know, it was... It, I had like multiple ideas, you know, to start like different uh, businesses. One idea was um, a billion dollars late. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I started in 2018 and right. uh, 2019. He uh, kept coming up with really great ideas. I'm like, oh, let's check that out. Oh, it exists already. Oh, let's yeah. check that out. Oh, yeah. it exists already. You know, yeah. Some, somewhere so, million dollars behind, somewhere billion dollars behind. Finally landed on Tudley, which is the first of its kind. And we were like, okay, all right. Here's something we can work yeah. with. Yeah, and just to have Julia get on board, you know, that was a really, um, if she said, no, babe, you know, you are, as a, I was a senior engineer, making a good amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had to- a secure job. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard well, to walk away from Secure, that. you know, people but, say- Yeah, people call it secure, but you know, it's right. not really secure. You know, if you yeah. don't have multiple sources of income, you know, if you, yeah. this is your one thing, yeah. you know, they could let you go. Yeah. It's a possibility. Absolutely. But I love so, my team and I love what we are doing. They wouldn't doing. let him go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they knew that, you know, they, and they knew that, um, yeah, um, I was, you know, I wanted to start my own company and mm -hmm. we were fortunate enough to get a small seat, you know, safe fund um, that we got from our local friends yeah. uh, who believe in the vision. So that helped me and Julia say, okay, yeah. we can quit. <laughs> because we, we, that, have, we realized yeah. this is a possibility here. We can take this, run with it, see how it works. So yeah, mm -hmm. many factors, I guess, just to Absolutely. get the courage how I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a, a certain type of courage you had to find to do this or a certain type of courage you think is important for entrepreneurs in general? Mm -hmm. um, so I would say like 
depending on if you believe in God, <laughs> uh, spiritual courage is really important. Mm -hmm. um, and then just if you are married, um, you know, to start off, you need to have emotional courage to share it with your wife or your spouse to say like, hey, you know, I want to do this. What do you think? And you people like I've seen entrepreneurs like their wife will work full time and their husbands will do it. Yeah. And and so like I asked Julia way back, hey, what do you think about working full time and me pursuing this startup? <laughs> and I was and, like, I want to be doing something together if we're yeah, doing something. Yeah. You know, that's gonna tear us apart more than you know bring us yeah. together. So yeah. So emotional support, um, courage, and then I don't know what about you. What do you think? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And also the um, the social courage, really, to just dare to be different and, you know, walk a different path and outside the box, which I've been doing my whole life. So, you know, <laughs> that's already a familiar aspect for me. Um, so, yeah, so those combined really provide, you know, the, the chutzpah you need to get mm -hmm. going on something like this. Absolutely. And plus and you have to like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I love what you do. Absolutely. Um, how many folks do you have working for you in your team? Um, so full time is me and her mm -hmm. right now, and we have um, we have an admin in the U.S. and we have um, social media assistant in the Philippines, and then we have one more another graphic another graphic designer in the Philippines. In the Philippines. Mm -hmm. so. I do a lot of our graphics, but it just got to be the sheer volume we needed to bigger sure. team. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so if I was to bump into any of these folks and ask them what type of leader you are. What would they tell me? What kind of leaders are you? Uh, I, I, well, I think they will say like, I'm a, more like a servant leader. Yeah, I was going to say, you lead by example. You know, so just. You expect anyone to do something he wouldn't himself get in there and do. Yeah, like if, if I think like this is doable, I first do it myself and then I'll be like, okay, hey, by the way, you can do this this way, this way, make it easier for people to do it. Um, but not expecting, you know, what people say like do what I say and not do what yeah I not and not like do, do what I say and not what I do that's right. not yeah. a complete antithesis and you're very open and transparent I would say yeah too open sometimes <laughs> sometimes working on the discretion part of things yes yeah, yeah. but what, what about Julia what type of leader is she what do you think I would say you are you're also a similar leader as well you know you want to do it you want to uh I would say like it's it's hard for you to sometimes tell other people to do you know what you do yeah I do have a little trouble delegating my sometimes I would rather just like make sure everything is just right and gorgeous yeah. and sometimes you just have to hand it off and go yeah. all right guys but just get her, it done. we both have grown so much I think our leadership style is also changing and maturing and improving on um, because I mean the Leonard that was seven months ago or eight months ago was completely mm -hmm. different than Leonard is right now and the Julia yeah yeah she was a lot less brave <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you do mature and grow over time right you yeah. take a chance and it's like oh that wasn't too bad I could do that again uh-huh so, yeah yes. yeah yeah and each yeah. opportunity then bolsters your bravery as you move forward absolutely absolutely very cool so what's next you guys have already accomplished so much in such a short period of time what's next so like I was saying before, um, the two sides of the um, market, right? So if, if you start a marketplace or a platform app, which has two sides customer, it's mm -hmm. important that you're able to hack one side. Um, if you're able to hack one side and people just rush to you, um, then it makes it easier. But imagine if you can hack both sides, you know, mm -hmm. where do you find your customers? Where do you find your host and keep on building it? 
So right now we were able to hack one side of it. We are trying to figure out how to hack the other side. Yes. So once we do that, you know, we want to reach to a certain target number. Um, hopefully by, well, even before reaching the target number, we're going to start fundraising um, mm -hmm. for our seed round or even before the seed round, if we can get some more safes going, that would be great um, to hire uh, in-house um, software developer mm -hmm. team and the technical side of things technical side of things yeah just yeah. making it a bigger beastier version of the site um and yeah. then yeah just really getting all the classes you know filled to the brim with people enjoying the experiences yeah mm -hmm. so i think we'll be we'll be with totally and just you know creating the vision and our vision is to make every home in this country become a place of learning so yeah. like julia saying like people enjoying and coming to homes and doing that that's our vision that i I see it right now, like in my, yeah. my mind, but we'll see how long and it's, it takes. It's yeah. working, right? Yeah. It's on its way. What about yeah. Tootley International? Are you are you looking Ooh. to go international? Yeah, um, we would love to. I think we'll probably start off with Canada and probably Europe, um, but that would be in about, if we sustain this and go up to like two years, probably two year mark, we will do that. Mm -hmm. um, but at least for the first two, because the legalities are different. Um, yeah. So we would need a legal team by that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but definitely something, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day and she was like, yeah, we'd love to have some kind of education, you know, like people teaching how to do like, you know, letter work or wall and all the mm -hmm. stuff. It's basket weaving. Basket, you know, like some kind of stuff like in especially in India, because the yeah. labor is so cheap. Um, people just do like call people to do it, you know. And mm -hmm. so that is a big and the prices are jacking up because there are very few people who can do it mm -hmm. now. So they're like, okay, how can we train people to learn all this stuff? So yeah. definitely something that we can, you know, make this into a bigger ripple effect. Ripple effect. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Good stuff. Well, this has been amazing. And I, we could probably talk forever on this because <laughs> I just love the whole topic and everything. Is there a certain, uh, speaking of topics, is there a, a certain topic that you think would be great? On Tootley that isn't there yet? Are you looking for certain instructors in a certain area? Yeah, we are looking more for like trade classes. You know, if you can, if anyone who's listening um, knows any, you know, um, plumbing, electricity, plumbing. you know, mm -hmm. welding, those kinds of skills that are in high demand and short supply yes. um, would be really great. You know, if people are doing these, you know, types of trades and they have the ability or space to do it on the side you know, imparting it to the next generation or getting them interested in maybe pursuing it as a career, trying it out as an intro. Yeah. Um, that's really, I think, an area we need to focus more, you know, getting more hosts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Very cool. Um, so if people want to learn more about Tootly, learn how to be an instructor or a host, um, yeah. how could they do that? What's your website? Yeah, it's uh, com. Um, you can also go through our, our um, social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Facebook mm -hmm. um, and then you can LinkedIn. You can also reach to me and Julia. Um, my email is leonard at tootley.com. That is L-E-O-N-A-R-D at tootley.com. Mm -hmm. And then Julia, J-U-L-I-A at tootley.com. Um, you can also reach to one of our teams if you just go to our website um, and there's a contact chat. page yeah, or contact a chat. Page. We have a chat button on the website too. Yeah. yeah. And is that a bot or do you guys actually respond to the, the chat? Yeah, we do. It's, it's yeah. a real people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Good job. Excellent. All right.
Well, very cool. I will have all those links in the show notes so people know how to get in touch with you. Um, Julia, your books, are they available on Amazon? They are available on Amazon. Um, they're under my maiden name, Julia Erickson. So if you search that um, in the books category, the two should pop up. They are um, suspenseful spy novels with a hint of romance. Excellent. <laughs> Very cool. Good job. So you would be teaching a writing course, right? I course? could. <laughs> Everything I learned was self-taught. Um, but yeah, I could put that together um, among many other things. <laughs> Crochet was the easiest one to start with. but Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Start small. Grow. Yeah. Very good. Exactly. Very cool. All right. I want to make sure all of those links are in the show notes so people know how to get in touch with you. And uh, thanks so much, you guys. This has been this has been amazing. I really appreciate this. Oh, we enjoyed it too, thoroughly. Yeah, we really enjoyed talking to you, Arna. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when I come back through Noonan, maybe you'll uh, cook for us. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. you are invited. <laughs> Excellent. All right. My I'm door there. is open. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah, let you know. Please. Very good. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks again for doing this. And listeners, hope you guys are taking a lot of notes, a lot of good information here. Definitely check out Tootly. Um, and if you have a skill that you want to teach, this is a place to do it. Get online and teach these live courses. Very cool. Excellent. All right. Um, well, that's it. Share this episode with your family, friends, and colleagues. And stick around because there's always more coming. That's it for me. Awesome. Coach Charlie saying so long for now.